Hello and welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. It's our Wednesday edition of the Chronicle Podcast. I'm so elated to be here. I'm sorry for the delay. Um, obviously, you know, <laughs> that set of things our uh, producer is missing today. So we are doing this on our own. Thank you so much for joining us once again. You know, it's been a week and few days after WrestleMania 39, and you know, a lot has happened in the pro wrestling world, a whole lot. Um, obviously, uh, the big story, uh, the bloodline, uh, the Usos lost the, the championship. If you if you listen to our episode and if you, you've watched the show, go check it back on Peacock. And I'm not talking about anywhere you listen, to, um, you watch the show from you know um obviously we started why we uh, delayed the uploading of the our own episodes um due to you know time difference and everything it was crazy it was a heck of a week for us even if we're not in los angeles but we really felt the wrestlemania season here because it's always one of the biggest times uh festivities for us down here too with nigeria wrestling fans so obviously the time difference, 8 a.m., 8 p.m. there, it's um, 1 a.m. over here. So imagine staying up all night for the party, the biggest the show of the year, the show of shows. And just to, you know, do you, it's been a, a hectic one for us um, as fans down here. So um, we really need a little, a little bit of time off after everything that happened. And obviously, which... Um, college and everything still but nevertheless we still knew that then we needed to you know put out something here um you need to put something out here to to you know to prove that indeed and we need to prove rather uh, to prove that indeed it's um it's great to you know you know this wrestling business is not just uh by name, it's it's all we do. So I'm really excited, really, really excited to do this. Um, and the big story, um, um, the big story uh, with Cody, you know, um, after the heartbreaking loss, you know, you know, for for weeks and weeks, we came on your chronicle podcast. We're like, you know, analyzing that. Um, we don't know if the struggle was enough for Cody to actually take the belt off Roman. If we are going to like accept Cody as champion, you know, one of the biggest things in terms of like pro wrestling is the fact that it's uh, we wrestling fans will go with you on the chase on the chase, but at the end of the day, after you accomplish the mission, it's 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 what and how the struggle was. Uh, that would determine if we will stick by or get bodies in it because that's just always the, uh, the end line. You know, even after these times, there's still um, a debate going on with the IWC and the pressing fans all over the world whether it was the right call for Cody to lose or it was the best call for Roman to still stay champion. I know everybody has their own, you know, whether uh, right, wrong, indifference. Everybody still have their own reasons why they believe um the the decision um should have been different or stayed that way but end of the day i i still stand by what i i i believe in terms of like oh you know in terms of like business because at the end of the day, we fans we need to realize at the end of the day it's all about the business and how the lights can still stay on wherever they are going 
and also for the wrestlers to you know have an income because you, they can't go there and kill themselves and there's no money coming in just because they they should fulfill what we want what about the business side of things you know at the end of the day we need to also think about that too but notwithstanding or not like you know like trying to brush off the hard break because at the end of the day even i i won't lie to you even after everything that happened on sunday night Damn, the, like it as if the rest of the night and everything that happened leading up to that moment did not matter anymore because I, I, as a human being, I felt so bad for Cody. I'm like, damn, Cody, like he, all these, all these years or everything led to this moment and ah, that loss was something else. I, I felt like I, I, I can like probably say that um, five, four to five a.m. uh, uh, sun, uh, Monday morning watching that show and just sitting there and the show about to close and just seeing Cody, I'm like, damn, it sucks to be Cody at the moment. Because um, I won't lie to you, there was a there was a point like I literally had almost had a change of mind. If I did not already have a change of mind at that moment when Cody made his entrance and then, you know, going to um, take his baby girl from his wife and the hug Liberty gave Cody at that point. Like, if, if, <laughs> If if I don't tell you the hard watery substance, um, in my eyes I will be lying to you because I I just if I believe that moment, mind you, I'm 23, I'm not yet a dad, but I, I'm I just look I'm like imagine the biggest day of your life because definitely that's like the biggest day of his uh, maybe maybe um, getting married to to um, um, Brandy or the deadly party was born can be like. But nothing compared to like your career, something you've worked hard, something that brings money to the family. That has to be one of the biggest days, or if not the biggest day of his life, you know. And the fact that you know that your baby girl can is seeing you, maybe she might not really understand what's going on at the moment, but your wife was there, your 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 mother was there, like even a boy that is believing in you, the, the late John Huber's son, uh, late Bradley's uh, son, uh, negative one was there, like. You you just had like it's as if every the stars aligned the fans everybody millions around the world were there standing I mean Cody needs to take this and damn it really it sucks and then the next day uh, one of the worst <laughs> one of the worst shows we could ever dreamed of like the biggest show right after many and uh, we got what we got it was one heartbreaking thing and. Obviously, I don't want to go into the depths. I know there are other podcasters and content creators that have done justice to that already. I don't want to get into that. And obviously, the big story coming out, um, we are looking at a, 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 a story between um, Brock and um, and Cody. And this past one and I wrote two days ago, um, getting to see Cody come, you know, there's everything that the things in life, you know, debts and paying your taxes, them. But Cody preaching sermon every morning I row is one of those things you look forward to. <laughs> you that doesn't stop happening every morning I row. So I was um, all like others. I was like, "Whoa, Cody is apologizing to us, the fans, for not winning." Because obviously he promised. You know, one of the things I would talk about. I'm like, Cody promising that the sun will set on Roman's title reign. April 2nd, guaranteeing victory. Even when everybody, all the fans, and I, I don't know if I acknowledge that too, or like, 
the struggle was not enough. And he didn't touch on that again, you know, from the dashing corridors to startups to everything. But at the end of the day, he, he, he left this company, went out there, you know, put in the ad work for seven years, you know, helped build a company that is now a, a second alternative, sorry, an alternative at the moment. You want to ask yourself, like, was that, is that all that it would take to beat someone that has been ruling for over uh, three to four years? And a champion for has been champion straight three WrestleMania three years and counting is still um, champion. You know it led um, a whole lot of questions unanswered. Uh, so it was actually so um, so crazy to look back at that and like, okay, so what's gonna happen? Like, how is this going to play out? So um, indeed, it it. It's one of those things we look back and him apologizing, and then um, you get to hear um, you get to hear him, you know, say something about um, you know, get to hear him say something about Brock and everything. And things you you look back at and I'm like, okay, he's talking about Brock is you know, um, I did not like the part where he came out. I know. You know, all smiley during the Coderos entrance. I expected him to be pissed. I expected him to be very angry. And he just came out there, you know, looking all Cody with a, a positive outlook. I understand, you know, this bit. But the fact that um, there's a lot of things he said in that promo that, you know, made me look at him like, okay, I like the fact that he acknowledged fear. He acknowledged that, yes, because. There's no mere mortal out there. Even the travel chief of Marines, anytime he gets to see Brock, even as Brock has beaten him and he has beaten Brock back after all these years, there's still that fear. I mean, as a performer, as an athlete, as Brock is a different kind of animal. They don't call him the beast incarnate uh, for uh, for just because of like a, a PR move. It's not a PR move. It's lifestyle. It's like, that man is a fucking beast. You know, so... Whoever gets in there with him, it's as if you have signed your your death warrant at, uh, on the contract. Like, I'm going in there and I might not come out alive. I mean, ask the likes of the John Cena's, ask the likes of the uh, um, the Randy Orton's of the world. The Romarez of the world, not the tribal chief. You know, his head was split open. WrestleMania main event, um, WrestleMania 30, if I'm not wrong, 30, 34? Yes, 34. He said it was played over in the main event of WrestleMania. He did not win that match. Brock came in champion, Lex champion. I mean, Cena's brain was almost on the floor. With all the suplexes and everything Brock dished out to him. I mean, the best, the, the, the best place of suplex city. And Brock was, you know, you know, Brock left that match champion, coming out with the two belts. I, I, we are not even taking Randy Orton out of the picture. Say, of the uh, SummerSlam, if I'm not mistaken, too. He said it wasn't Brock is a bastard when he wants to be. I mean, so it's crazy. I like the fact that um, um, Cody acknowledged the fear as a more immortal, but I like the fact that he also proved that, man, I did not go through all these years of suffering just to be where I am, only for you. You know, we are hearing rumors that Brock was not happy uh, with the spot he was in. It, was that Cody's fault? It's Cody's time, you know? You know, there are a lot of things, you know, we have to blame Cody, we have to pull up the... You know, we're trying to fix this thing in one similar, like, okay, what's actually going on here? And obviously, um, I'm supposed to be joined by our co-host, our co 
But one of them is here. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, make welcome, Fave. Fave, how are you doing? Yo, I'm good, bro. How are you guys doing, man? You know, we need to, you know, hit the, the, the golf runner. Um, I would just have to show this at you. You know, um, before last, um, two nights ago, when I run, after the, uh, the attack on Cody, I believe we did not have a show that day, but we, we did talk on, we did chat on a, uh, a podcast, um, group chat. We were just, you know, everybody was giving their opinion and almost, if not everybody, you know, you know, say something. I want to pick what you said on the group chat. You know, I have to bring, you know, open the button out here. You made mention of the fact that Brock is gonna hit um is gonna eat um Cody alive and the fact that Cody um Cody just met his match. We understand that right now it's still as it's it's we are right now on the road to Cody getting to Roman again, but it, the road is not looking is not looking anywhere good. Um and I need to expand on the fact uh that matter of like um Brock being like an obstacle, if not a barrier to Cody and what he is intending on doing. And also the fact that um, you listening to Cody talk, uh, his promo this past Monday on Brock and him admitting fear. And you, if you could put yourself in his shoes and what would you do in your, in his place if you were Cody Rhodes at this moment? Fave. Well, no, Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> we all know why he's called the beast for a reason. We all know what he can do. We all know what he's capable of. I mean, this man is the first wrestler to, to become a, a WWE champion and a UFC champion. We've seen what he can do in the ring. We've seen what he can do in the cage. Put Brock Lesnar anywhere. He just wants to fight. He just wants to victimize, as Paul Heyman would say it. He, wants, he looks at everybody as a victim. Brock Lesnar knows, Brock Lesnar fears no man. Brock is always Brock. Anytime, any day. He's a beast. He loves to he loves to fight. He loves when the fight is being brought to him. So, like I said, Cody is really going to going to go through hell. Come WrestleMania backlash. Like he's really going to meet an opponent. I don't think in all of Cody's career combined he has met an opponent. As dangerous and brutal and, and and intimidating as Brock, I don't think he has met a beast as, as Brock before. Well, we've all seen what he can. We've seen what how Brock 100% dominated John Cena from beginning to the end. We've seen what Brock can do to all time greats. We've seen what he can do to Goldberg. We've seen what he did to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 33. Roman Reigns was bleeding from the mouth. Yes, we all know that, yes, Cody is um, climbing his way back to the top, and I like the story, the similar storyline of 2012 that he gave us now after losing to The Rock in the main event of WrestleMania. I like the story that Cody is going back to the top, um, facing Brock Lesnar, a formidable opponent, so that he can look more more stronger against Roman Reigns. Well, I mean, Brock is Brock. His age, he, he like, he's fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting, spirit doesn't age. Brock has 53, will still fight too, as the Brock has 33. He's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous man. And it's going to really hit Cody hard. 
and I, I really feel and I pray for Cody, bro. Like, the match is going to be put on for Cody. So, we'll see. Do you Hello? You see? Uh, do you think that's what Cody needs at the moment, like to get a good ass beating for him? Like I, I don't even know how to phrase this in a way it will, it will not sound as if we are we are pushing Cody to go and die. But I like the fact that he has the past. But do you think he needs this? And if is there any way Cody can come out of this a winner? And if he does, what next for him? How do you view this? Cody, 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 Cody needs. An opponent like Brock Lesnar, like I said, to evolve more in his domain and to make him look stronger. Cody is going to be brutally beaten, but as usual, and the way I see it, Cody is going to be the event winner. But it's not going to be an easy fight. Cody, Cody go collect for that match. That one, I'm very sure. Now, did Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar was considering retirement. I think this year he said he doesn't need to be involved in titles and what have you, what have you. And obviously, as we said, he was not happy with his sport. Well, we all know he has to give other wrestlers his choice. Brock is just jealous. Obviously, he's jealous that Cody took his sport. A guy from under one year just came out of nowhere. And one know he cannot challenge Romarius for the title. He lost too many times. Yes, this is exactly what Cody needs. A formidable opponent, a, 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 a beast. Let's see how far he can last. Remember, Sertronis fought Brock Lesnar with an injury that he received from Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam when he won the title for the second time. So, this is exactly what Cody, Cody needs right now. He needs this opponent that will propel him back to the top. And I love the way they are, they are, they are making it not look easy. They are, they are, they are trying to to, 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 to delay the weight of Cody winning the world title. They don't just want to make it look easy for him. He's not, he's not an easy climb to the top. No, 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 he's not. So, yes, that's just how it is. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, obviously, um, what we're going to do today is... We are going to be hopping to Raw. We are we are talking everything. So I'm going to hop into one of the biggest um, story that came out of last week's show. And we are heading to AW Dynamite um, um, show this uh, tonight. But I want to have one of the biggest um, story um, things that uh, came out of that show last week with the the debut of Adam, uh, sorry, Jay White, if I'm not mistaken, Jay White. You know, wrestling fans were already, already booking Jay White, like, you know, let him go try out the E and see how it's, they test the water and everything. Um, and obviously, um, last week, uh, Jay White made his debut, AW um, Dynamite, and I know I've liked the way it happened. You know, I expected him to, you know, have that big moment. They'd be like, oh my God, because he's a big star. Um, but it happened the way it happened. And also, um, all in, uh, the show, um, Cody, um, Cody, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks uh, were able to put in years ago. I can't believe it's like five years ago, um, September, I think 5th September um, 2018, um, Chicago, all in, the first all in. And now we're having this announced by the... Um, the president and the old CEO, general manager, I mean, he wears all the hats to the can. And I think that a All In is coming back um, August 27th at Wembley Stadium. And the last time 
a show, a wrestling show, or wrestling event held at that stadium was 1992 SummerSlam. Oh, sorry, SummerSlam if I'm not mistaken. Dude, um, what can you say about um JY is going to AEW? Do you think it's the craziness going on right now in WWE that you know maybe might have swayed the young man because everything was looking as if he might. Uh, we know I'm just we're just speculating here. Uh, he might have gone to WWE, but you know, with everything going on in that place right now, it doesn't look like a suitable place to go at the moment. So, uh, what do you have to say about those two stories coming out of uh, AW Dynamite um, last week? Plus, FTR staying with AW and also be, uh, being champion again. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that was that was like I said, WrestleMania week, a week after WrestleMania was the biggest and the brightest week of wrestling entertainment as a whole. The top two biggest promotions, WWE and AEW. Yes, the AEW people always complain about they can't do this, they can't do that. And they are going to really shock the world. 80,000 80, tickets. 80,000 tickets at the Wembley Stadium. That's that's huge. All in coming back. That's really, really huge. That's really, 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 really huge. For, 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 a, for a three-year-old for a four-year-old company for a four-year-old company to to sell out or to attempt to sell out Wembley Stadium 80k capacity that's huge that's really really huge and AW has a huge fan base not everybody knows AW's viewership is actually more than SmackDown and Raw in in um, UK not everyone can do your finding simply I think simply because the cans own Fulham a Premier League club. So yeah. Yeah, they are they are they are they are wrestling fan base in the UK is really huge. And talk talk more of people who love AEW that can come over from the world to come and watch the show. And I feel the show is going to give us a WrestleMania type show. Like I said, all in is now at least the equivalent of WrestleMania to WWE for because it's really big event this year. It's really really big event at August. So that's a really, really big thing for EW. And yes, for Jay White, most were speculating that he was going to go to WWE. And I felt it because of the sale that halted his signature. And maybe he couldn't wait, or Tony Khan, as usual, he offers the beast box for Jay White. So Jay White debuted at AW. But regardless of where Jay White goes, I feel he's a really hot talent in pro wrestling and he's going to do well at AEW. And I love the fact that FTR stayed back at AEW. And there are some there are actually some wrestlers that won't really switch back to WWE. And that's that's for real, I'm certain. I'm really certain some wrestlers won't go back to WWE. Some Gavara has said it. Tabi Halina has said it. Um, I don't know about Jungle Boy. I don't know about MGF. MGF, at the end of the day, the beating war of 2024, he will still stay. So, but I still believe that there are some really homebred AW talent that won't leave. Like, Tony Khan has really given them something to hold on to. And I really love how both wrestling promotions are really coming at it. Like, uh, giving us hot stuff back to back to back to back to back. I didn't really think ever in a million years the four-year-old wrestling promotion would attempt to uh, to sell it to on this stadium. That was super huge. I'm you know the stadium um the stadium is announced to uh to have a sitting of over ninety thousand people. Uh oh, but the big thing is yeah yeah ninety thousand so it's it will be it will be one of the you know a landscape 
or a larger a landscape um, thing if they're able to pull it off and you know tony khan is one of those uh, promote i mean that man is a fucking promoter he wants to you know take his company to the great heights you know but so you will not just i'm not sure you will just go to go there and not you know want to you know sell that place out but nevertheless no matter the amount of uh, people they get in there no matter the amount of people they they try to put out there as um put put in how many people they get to put in there i mean for me it's already a win because for them to also try to do a stadium show it's already a win for me as a fan so that's that's all i can you know say as a host as a business person like you know you gotta be happy for them for i mean trying to do a stadium show out there uh man yeah you know so um like i said we are going to be hoping. oh you need not touch on the ftr situation so you have to touch on that before we move on because i need to touch on something from ftr winning the third titles was really was really huge and them deciding to stay with aw that that really shows where how loyal they are and how how well tony khan can book them ftr ftr is at least currently top five in front of Perez, in the actually top five tag team, in my opinion, they're a very good tag team. They held three, three sets of tag team belts aside the AW tag team championship. They defended them, won them, lost them. Now they're they're about to be in the AW tag team champions. So they they are really they are really good. They are really good superstars that can bring in great matches as a team. They love wrestling. They love wrestling with their hearts and with their brain. So FTW staying with AEW is really, really, really a nice, a nice move. And I really like the fact that they are loyal to AEW. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, so at NXT, you know, um, the the this past seminar week in the heart will become the NXT Women's Champion. You know, Dragon Lee uh, made his debut and Melo became champion. Wesley retained. But one of the biggest things, like out of everybody, congratulations to the people that uh, became champions, those that you know uh, made a mark for themselves. Someone like Wesley, my goodness. I first um, laid my eyes on this guy uh, as a wrestling fan, you know, watch his work when he was at um, um, Lucha Underground. Years and years, I believe 2016, 2017, 2016, um, during the Lucha Underground shows, he should be Dexmon Xavier, if I'm not mistaken. And he had a feud with um, with um, Noun 12 Strickland. Um, then um i've i've i i can't even get the name right i i need to kill shot bam that was his name uh, in, in the kill shot these guys did you know massive jobs out there remember with their, their blow off match where they they had i think it was a three-way it's not a three-way it was like three stages of hell match it was, they were a glass match like these guys almost killed themselves i'm like damn that was when i was a fan of this boy you know, they are moved, he moved to Impact, all that is an independent wrestler and everything. When he finally made it to NXT years ago during the pandemic, and with his starting partner, um, Nash Carter, I was like, there were three the um, 
the rascals in, in Paris things, WWE got to sign two of them, leaving Trey Miguel, which is the current exhibition champion at the moment in Impact Wrestling. And the two of them came in, came on to WWE and they worked their match. They, they did very well. I mean, we all know, I, I, I can't even make up their, their name in uh, right now. I don't know if you can remember their name as a tag team in Nashkata and Wesley when they came to NXT. Can you remember their name at the moment, um, Fave? All right, maybe Fave, but I don't know. In NXT, I'll be in Impact. No, in NXT, no, not the, in the Impact of the Rascals. They were three, a trio. But like in NXT, I've forgotten the name, the, the, the tag team name. But for those that will remember, for the fans that will remember, because I can't make up the name at the moment, but I know it was either a three name initials. But at the end of the day, um, they made it with the tag team champions. MSK, thank you so much. MSK, you know, they did well in the tag team tournament. I, I believe they won and they won the tag team tournament, something like that. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the question, you know, uh, when it comes to wrestling, you you are guilty until proven innocent. You know, Nashkata was accused, you know, a lot of things. We, we don't want to get our hands dirty with that story. But at the end of the day, we did by NXT and Wesley was on his own. I mean, I think that was the period I actually did not. I stopped watching NXT because I, I, and I believe most of NXT diehard fans, we were just so, you know, heartbroken with the way Vince, Bruce Pritchard, and the rest of the executives took over NXT, killed everything that Triple H does, you know, everybody did, and you know, turned it to some, maybe turned it to the dream that they always wanted it to be in the first place. A developmental brand, not a third brand that is competing and kicking the ass of the main roster. So they push it back to what it was supposed to be in the first place. But it still killed us as far as like, damn, we missed the black and gold. I couldn't take it anymore watching this 2.0. Like, I just watched the first show. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I, could, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't watch that shit. But, you know, um, now almost, almost two years now since the craziness of everything that happened. And then, I get to know that Wesley is not a single star and he's been handling himself so well. And I'm like, the story was there and everything. And the first time I watched him back after all these years was his match against um, Dijak at NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day that they had at, uh, I think, I believe Sacramento or so. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I've, I, like he reminded me why I loved him in the first place, why he was that good. And damn it. The, the five-way match, uh, four or five-way match they had an NXT TakeOver at uh, Stand and Deliver was crazy. But then, the match I saw with um, uh, Axiom this past Tuesday, I've not checked out this um, yesterday's show. But end of the day, I just want you to, you know, you know, have one or two to say about Wesley as, uh, as a star and what he's been able to do alone. Um, surely knowing fully what that he was, uh, most most of the career with in with WWE he was a tag team uh, wrestler. Having to see him in this that and the way he's handled himself and how he keeps on defying the odds. What do you have to say about that man? Yeah, Wesley is a tremendous talent, a really huge, huge, huge prospect for NXT and WWE as a whole. Yes, he has been handling himself well. I knew him actually. Me, I knew him from Impact Wrestling. I knew him. I That was when I knew Wesley and his, um, three tag, and his two other tag team partners. Yeah, when they formed a trio team. And um, he was a former, I think, 
for the former um, Impact Tag Team Champion. Yes, so um, he formed the Rascals with um, Wines and um, Trey. So him and Wines left Trey. I went to WWE. I don't know why Trey wasn't signed. So I feel Wentz having this sexual allegation pin against him is a blessing in disguise. Because so there's a way God just works. Your career will just start kicking off. I believe Shawn Michaels and um, Triple H saw saw the kind of um talent Wesley's so they started pushing him as a single star, which was very good. He tried. He's very. He's he's, he's okay on mic. He's in ring repertoire. It's, it's it's second to none. He's very 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 impressive in the ring. And yes, still very young, still very fresh, up and coming, keeping it going. Just twenty eight years old, and. He's now the current NXT North American champion, defending the title very well. And, um, yeah, I like the way he's being bred currently. Like I said, as I earlier stated, Wentz, um, having going, going, uh, having the sexual allegation pinned on him is a blessing to Wesley because I believe he will still be in the tag division with him if nothing will happen. So he should be grateful for where he is right now. And hopefully he gets more pushes and wins more championship and he keeps fit and all the same angel. And he keeps giving us incredible matches, entertaining and feeding our eyes. Yes, Wesley is a good talent. Thank you very much. All right, amazing, um, Faith. Thank you for that. And obviously, um, by our next episode, which um, will be tomorrow, uh, by God's grace, we will try to have a show tomorrow, or roughly Friday morning. We should drop something for you um, uh, when we have our no DQ session with Faith. Uh, when we'll be discussing about the AW Dynamite show and obviously the NXT um edition last night which we'll try to get into that by the next episode but um uh, trying to wrap up here um dude with everything um triple h announced the 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 comeback of the draft you know and saying that all superstars will be eligible and you know how this shit goes but i know i just want you to give me your take and what do you have to say about that and What's gonna be the changes and everything? And man, I need to really, uh, in terms of like Monday Night Raw this week, it was a, a wrestling heavy show. I uh, just want to get your take. I know we have a lot we need to get into, but we are trying to, you know, um, save time here because we uh, obviously <laughs> on our next episode we'll try to stick around and you know talk more. But we just want to end on um, what's the future going on? And obviously, him promising that is looking. Um, like Vince um, will be uh, obviously is the man in charge of um, of the new company, the UFC and WWE merger. And even though Triple H is running things as the head of creative, obviously the father-in-law is still his boss. So even if he brings a decision, if if it doesn't go through, if the boss doesn't say yes or no, we have to we have to live by what we what we see. I uh, just want to get your take on the draft. Um, what do you think he means by it's going to be big? And it's gonna be game changing. 
Uh, exactly. The last draft they had, <coughs> it was game changing. It was big. And it, 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 it changed the landscape of WWE. I felt Raw, Raw, Raw had the better superstars. But least waiting. SmackDown, SmackDown has been, SmackDown has been on fire prior to the last draft till now. SmackDown has been the better product. But that's not the point. But yes, this current draft, as as we all know, draft, 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 WWE draft changes the superstars' life, changes superstars' career, depending on the promo, the brand the superstar is going to. For example, there are superstars that have not been in a Pascal band for years. There are superstars that are not familiar with Raw. There are superstars that are not familiar with SmackDown. There are superstars that have never been to Raw. There are superstars that have never been to SmackDown. There are superstars. Superstars from NXT too. He said all WWE superstars were eligible. And thank you for saying um yes, he to play his account um, he's accountable to his boss, his father in law, as the, as him being the head of creative regardless. But yes, I believe they're going to pull two heads are better than one obviously, and they're going to put their head together. And they're going to make this draft groundbreaking. <laughs> A lot of I feel, but if I want to start mentioning factions that are going to split up, it will be number one, the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day, I feel they are going to split all of them up. That's number one. And number two, um, Street Profits, who knows? Who knows? Because the way this draft is going now, I feel... It's going to be more of single superstars, um, um, superstars wearing tag team or faction being pushed as single stars. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Montesford, I feel, yeah, it's going to really ruin a lot of friendships, relationships. Storyline wise, though, wrestling wise, though. But it's, it's good. You cannot be stuck in one place forever. You have to move on. You have to evolve. You have to, you have to climb the next ladder to the next level um, probably the new day because I don't know because let's see but I know for the words to come out of the horse's mouth Triple H and he assured us that he's going to change the landscape of WWE forever I really do believe him but regardless as it's always been, as as it has always been we still see some superstars crossover. Like we saw Sammy from Rock came over to SmackDown and everything. So we still see some superstars on our brands, on their respective brands, around their different brands, switching over to other brands. And yeah, but I'd like to see how what they will do to NXT. I'd like to see where Van Breaker goes. I'd like to see where Perez goes. I would like to see the next step for Van Breaker. I'm actually starting to like him because of this new outlook they gave him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually starting to like Brown Baker because of this new outlook they gave him. And turning him, he was the best idea. He has really tried. He has really carried that division on his back. Uh, I don't feel he has been respected long enough. So I'm actually starting to like Brown Baker. You know, like I said, there are some people that they are just, they are just smooth. They are just natural in their position as being either being a face or a heel. That's yeah. what some people are. We are looking at a prime example now 
our tribal chief of Marines, the best yeah. of his life of his career. So we'll see how I feel. I don't know what GD. I don't think the Usos need any more tag team titles. They've done enough. I feel Jay is going to be pushed out the face. That's just my opinion. I don't know. I'm not the executive. I'm not the creative drafting. I feel Jay is going to be pushed out the final. Like, okay, so you see it going this way. You Obviously, yeah. when you are proven wrong, at least you, you as a fan, you call out your passion. That's what we are, yeah, we are here for. Exactly. But I don't see I don't see the Usos winning any nah they've done enough, they cemented their legacy already. But I actually loved their match this past Monday. It was amazing yeah. with the Alpha Academy. It was yeah, amazing. Alpha Academy. So and the Alpha Academy, I even see them split in two. I see them split in two. So a lot of a lot of tag teams are going to be shaken to the ground. We'll see a lot of new alliances and hopefully since WrestleMania till now, wrestling has been awesome, bro. It has been wrestling has always been on fire, but they've added more fuel to the fire and it's burning out. It's, 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 it's really burning out like flames, bro. It's really giving us what we want, it's giving us heat from both promotions. It's giving us real, 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 real good heat from the fire. So I feel that's what I feel about the draft. Thank you very much. All right, thank you so much, Faye, for joining us today. And a shout out to you know all the superstars that have tried that tried to you know put a smile on our face and also do the great job of you know giving us something to entertain us. Um, I've been doing, I've been watching this wrestling as a kid for over almost two decades now, and I really I congratulate and appreciate them for what they do. Obviously, we can we'll critique what we don't like and we will shout at the top of us what we don't like. We can also appreciate what we love and everything. And obviously, that we are not going to say, oh, everything is all rosy in all all the companies. But obviously, they are trying their best to put something out there for us. Um, when we have more time, we're going to come here and we're going to, you know, talk about the shows. And we're looking forward to the the Dynamite this uh, this night and everything. We're going to um, we're going to get in on everything. Thank you so much for joining. This was the Wednesday edition with uh, Samuel Lyon, and we had Fave joining us um the next episode on no dq uh, we'll try to do more justice to the topics we could not join or touch on today but shout out to you know uh, sammy and keo um, still the tag team champions material is back you know shout out to the original bro um obviously so it's like i was supposed to be the, the problem solver for the bloodline um obviously a lot of, a lot of things going on um and mjf with his incredible performance this past Wednesday night uh all of that we will love to get into more on that um on our next episode but for now um thank you so much and peace everybody <laughs>